And welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Liar Liar Mom on Fire, the Supernatural Rewatch podcast brought to you by the Onstage Blog Podcast Network. I am Chris Peterson. Joined with me, as always, is... Nicole. Nicole. Peterson. I was going to say, like, <laughs> you know, say that name with pride, I guess. You know, we are the, the Petersons, yes. so to speak, talking about the Winchesters. And for those of you, if this is your first time listening to this podcast, what Nicole and I are doing is basically rewatching the entire series of Supernatural. Um, <laughs> that's the goal. That's the goal. <laughs> so far, we've done an okay job. I mean... You've been out of town for a month. I have been out of so. town for a while. So, But now I'm back, so we're pumping out these episodes as quickly as we possibly can, uh, taking in as much Supernatural as we possibly can. And this week, we are doing Phantom Traveler. Yes. And you could argue that maybe this is where the storyline of the story arc of season one really starts to take shape you could say well yes well this is like a huge stepping stone for the entire series okay like a huge moment for the entire series and yeah yeah definitely um monumental first characters first time seeing certain practices mm-hmm. um yeah just really really i i would say is this is this one of the most important episodes of season one i canonically yes okay it's really important however i think like character development wise meh Okay. I think there are other things, like as we get more info about Mary Winchester and we see more things happen later in the season, I think those are technically more important. But this is the big one for like, for bad guys. Ah, well, yeah. we get our first appearance of demons. <gasps> big deal. Big deal. Big deal. And, you know, that first shot that you see in the bathroom where the, the smoke... I mean, it, let's be honest. So let's say season one demons don't look so yeah, the hot. CGI, the CGI smoke is not great in this first episode. Like this compared to season four. Right. <laughs> huge jump, huge jump. But um, you see that smoke coming into the bathroom and then possessing the gentleman in there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we see the black eyes for yes. the first time when he gets on the plane. And um, by the way, uh, <laughs> again, talking about the low budget of, of season one, there's that scene where um, he turns around and says, like, I'm fine. Like, mm-hmm. When he's getting on the plane and you see the black eyes. The way he tilts his head and he looks at the, the um, uh, stewardess, you can see the where the end of the color contact is in his eyeball. Oh, really? I so, didn't notice it. So the CGI was not, uh, they didn't go all the way with that because you could actually literally see where the contact ends uh, in that in that shot. But um, all in all, pretty, pretty cool episode. Nicole, let me ask you this. Yes. How important are demons to supernatural as a whole they are incredibly important and in fact in fact <laughs> affect the rest of the series right exactly. exactly from this moment forward i mean there's multiple times in this episode where you can see their powers mm-hmm. um you can also see their weaknesses mm-hmm. but also you know towards the but end of the all episode, demons are different and special and unique and <laughs> without giving too much away With, of your knowledge. And should be them. valued for right. all of their own special gifts. Um, but also, I mean, you know, towards the end of the episode, uh, right before that demon is exercised, he lets like some words slip about Sam's girlfriend and things yes. like that. And it's like, whoa, what did that mean? And, well, and again, like as time moves forward, you're just going to see how big of a role demons have played in their lives. And it's really cool. And All right. Yeah. 
So, um, general thoughts about this episode. Okay. In the beginning, I love the little Hawaiian trick with the scene of what the, when they pan down. I just, it tickles me. I enjoy it. Um, <laughs> don't make that face. I know. <laughs> um, I love it's their first time in suits. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Because the previous episode where they, they impersonate federal agents, they're just wearing their Yeah, no, clothes. they play dress up for the first time, and right. it's something that happens again and again, and it's wonderful. First time in suits. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay, there you go. Um, don't love that they just keep calling her stewardess. I mean, we can't say flight attendant. I don't know. I mean, I just said stewardess. I know you did, podcast, and so. I laser eyeballed you. I you don't did. know if you could feel you it. Did. but <laughs> So you're absolutely right. Flight attendant. Absolutely. Uh, let's see. Oh, I always forget how tall Dean is, or Jensen Ackles, because his head almost touches the ceiling in the plane. Mm-hmm. Like, he's a very tall human, well, but yeah. Jared Padalecki is just a taller human. Right. So that always I mean, I will say that me. that set, in terms of its accuracies, pretty accurate in terms of the dimensions of a plane. Well, you live on planes. I live so. on planes, which is actually one of my major <laughs> gripes about this episode. So here's, why, here's, here's one of my gripes. Um, you don't want to die on a plane. Well, that's it. But the guy gets on the plane. Yeah. And the the, the air flight attendant is like, what seat are you in? And he's like, 15C. And she's like, okay, that's in the back. Um, on no plane would 15C be in the back of the plane. There's a good 30 to 40 rows in that But are the sections divided? Like, is that 15 of the economy section? I, to my knowledge, there's not a single airline that does it that way. So when they said 15C, I don't know if that was a significant number or like an Easter egg of some sort. I don't know. Yeah, and, and it doesn't list it here. But they could have just said 34C because he literally gets up in the middle of the in the uh, mm-hmm. you know the flight, and it, he looks like he just walks back a couple rows and then opens up the gate. Now right. there are planes. We're not getting too much into like you know plane nerd. <laughs> um, there are planes that I've flown that are like 17 rows deep, but those are small. Two right. two row seats air you know flight so that was that was an inaccuracy that I was just like they could have just changed the the seat uh, row that he was in um, also what people should know is the 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 <laughs> misconception about this episode is that like if you're scared of flying like you know maybe you shouldn't watch this episode and blah 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 mm-hmm. but um, I would argue that. That's not the case because obviously fantastical things are happening. Well, not only that, it actually showed the flight attendants and the flight crew doing their best right. and making practical decisions through a demon possession. Right. So good for them. <laughs> and I would argue that if anybody's scared of flying, um, you should watch the movie Sully with Tom Hanks. It's about that that high, that Hudson. You've watched that landing. all the time. I've watched that plenty of times. And the reason being is that they actually show accurate um, safety protocol when something happens on mm-hmm. a plane. So what's nice to know is that they go through like 40 different security steps before they announce to the cabin that something is actually wrong. So if right. you're ever in a flight and then you start to feel turbulence or you think something's wrong, as long as the cab the captain doesn't come on the speaker and says something's wrong, holy crap, yeah, you're okay. <laughs> I promise. So um, yeah, so for anybody who's scared of flying, you know, don't let that you know prevent you from from watching this episode. Unless the pilot has black. Eyes. Unless the pilot has black eyes, which <laughs> then like you know. 
but then you know what to do. Right. It, it actually shows you what you need to do. So let's talk about that because we this is the the first time we also see an exorcism. Yeah. Um. In in that in the show, and they actually do a couple references uh, in dialogue uh, to the exorcist, which I thought was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um. At one point, um. You know, Dean says, you know, this goes way beyond floating over a bed and, you know, right. a piece of soup, which I thought was really funny. Well, I thought this episode in general was really funny. Yeah. Yeah. So no. There was a lot of humor. Absolutely. Absolutely. So it, it, it all in all, it was, you know, I think a, a really strong you know episode in terms of mm-hmm. um, the narrative, so to speak. But what else do you have? Uh, let's see. I have a lot of demons. Woohoo. Written down. Um <laughs> But yeah, no, I just thought that there were a lot of great one-liners and I thought for the fact that this focuses on something really dark that's going to carry on for a long time, I love how lighthearted it is in some points. And I also liked seeing that John's reach is still like, he's still connecting the boys to problems that need to be solved and like you're starting to see that network that's been created. Mm. So... Interesting usage of holy water in this episode too, mm-hmm. as well, and it does, um, you know, it, they they kind of tested how it would be impactful on a demon. Mm-hmm. Where if I in this episode, you can notice when they spray holy water, it leaves like burn and tissue damage. Mm-hmm. It doesn't do that apparently in later seasons. Right. So um, you can see that they're trying things out here, you mm-hmm. know, with the demons. But um, I appreciate it, um, you know, nonetheless. So there you go. Yeah. So um, any other general thoughts before we move on to the categories? Uh, Dean was in his underpants and <laughs> that has several exclamation points on my <laughs> piece of paper. Cool. And I just thought that in case anyone was interested, you know, nothing bad, <laughs> just in case anyone might be interested, this is a good episode to see Dean in his underpants. <laughs> I, I don't know how to react to that, but, um... <laughs> There That's why your son is named Sam and not Dean. <laughs> there, you go. there you go. All right. Well, let's just, let's get into the categories. Um, first of all, let's talk about the, the antagonist this week, which yes. is the disaster demon. So how bad is the big bad? Five. Week? Yeah. Yeah, demons I mean, are bad. Demons are bad, and demons that cause disasters and want to bring down are really bad. Are really bad. So that's that. I'll, I think that's definite. I mean, typically you're pretty sympathetic towards these Well, so my thought is... A ghost that has a terrible checkered past that, you know, was turned evil through something that they had no control over. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I give them a little bit of leeway. Yes, they need to be, you know, taken care of mm-hmm. and tootalooed. But a demon, they're, they're just bad. Okay. So there you go. Enough said. Enough said. Um, let's move on. So anything that was genuinely... Scary this week. So we call this, it's a little spooky, isn't it? Um, was there anything genuinely scary in this episode? Um, the plane crash in the beginning, I thought was creepy yeah. and scary. And the fact that that's how it opened. Yeah, that was scary. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, as someone who flies a lot myself, mm-hmm. um, it's, it, it's funny. Like, you know, flying is the safest way to travel. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is also... Um, I would say the most terrifying way of travel for most people. You get really nervous. Honestly, flying never bothered me at all until we started flying with our son. 
Yeah. And then I started being about, more nervous yeah. about it. I mean, I think it's one of those things that you're talking about a mode of transportation when you, the individual, has no control over what happens. But you sat so, in a self-driving car. Didn't that panic you? Uh, at first, and then it, it was okay. Now, granted, I went around a block. It wasn't like I went on the highways and like drove down you know, I-95 in a self-driving right. car. It was just around the block in an enclosed like business park. But... Still, like at first when the car started moving and there's no one in the car (laughs) and I'm sitting in the back seat. Could you like jump out the doors like or do they auto lock? uh, I, you know what? I don't know. I test that. If you ever do it again, see if you can open Um, the door. And and in fairness, it was only going like 25 to 30 miles per hour. So it wasn't great. But anyway. Okay. So people are, I mean, I understand people's fear of flying because you're in a mode of transportation that you literally cannot control. Uh, you have no, you're just, you're just a passenger and you're flying, you know, tens of thousands of feet above the air. So I can understand anybody's apprehension about flying. Right. But again, let me reassure folks out there that like, again, it is actually statistically the safest way to fly, travel. Mm-hmm. And like I said, you know, there's so many things that go into the checking these planes um, that, you know. <laughs> so, so. Did I ever tell you? About the time that I went, I was going to Savannah to visit friends, and they wouldn't let the plane take off because it hadn't defrosted properly, and we had to sit for like an hour and a half. That happens. But granted, it was like, safety-wise, defrost that plane, everybody. Right. (laughs) Do what you need to do. I I am one of those travelers that like, look, if you need to delay my flight an hour for security or or safety reasons, you delay that flight as long as you want. That's Mm -hmm. how I feel. So um, absolutely. So let's get into, hey, I know you. Mm-hmm. This week, I didn't have any hand. Neither, neither did I. No. I mean, I the the gentleman in the beginning, he has a long IMDb list of like you know um, stuff like that he's parts in. and things yeah. like that. But nobody, no no real name in this episode. Um, but um, you know, strong cast mm-hmm. up and down, which I thought was great. Um, how about quote of the episode, Nicole? What do you have? This is tough. Okay, so um, Poltergeist Man, I love this movie. Like that stood out to me as a fun. A lot of these are just funny. That might be like, one of the best moments. In the entire series so far, like <laughs> now, for those of you who don't know, what we're talking about like there's a scene where um, they're walking through like the airline hangar or whatnot, mm-hmm. and they just talk. They say something about poltergeist, and you hear someone in the background <laughs> clearly dubbed in, that right. was not live, saying like something like poltergeist, and the guy going, "Hey, I love that movie." And it's, <laughs> it is. I don't. Maybe it's a reference to airplane, like just in I terms of that sheer comedic value, but. It's a priceless moment. Yes. Absolutely. Um, That's pretty illegal, even for us. Mm. Um, It's a good one. And also, it's the first time we hear Cristo, and it's a comedic Cristo, which I, again, I appreciate. I feel like a lot of the quotes were pretty lighthearted, with the exception of some of the stuff with Sam, which we can talk about later. Now, here's, this is a point of contention. I wanted to ask you about this. So, they use the word Cristo in the exorcism. But the question is, were they referring to God or Christ in that moment? Because the, technically the Latin word for God is Deus, not Christo. So I would assume Christ. I don't know. I mean, I took Latin for six years and I have no idea. I've never so. taken Latin. Really? And, well, yeah. I took French. Dance no. teacher here. You know. It's not going to help you. <laughs> in an exorcism, that's not going to help you. But it does so. help me in dance class. So there, there you go. go. There you go. Um all right, well, for my quote of the episode, it was actually not a quote really said by a character. It was the voicemail message 
um, from that, John. From John. Yeah. That you know, this is John Winchester. I can't be reached. This is emergency. Call my son Dean. Mm-hmm. Um, he can help. That's a pretty iconic. That is. That's very iconic. So actually, message. so you win. Mine were all funny business. You win. <laughs> there you go. So that's the quote episode. And fun trivia note: back in the day, like you you told me mm-hmm. that you can used to used to be able to call that number, and you would get Dean's outgoing voicemail, right? Or like a promo too. Like it was controlled by the WB at that time, that number. So it was connected to the show, which is kind of fun. Like if you called it after the episode. Absolutely. Question for you. Mm -hmm. Um, So lingering questions um, about this episode. If the demon could just simply possess the plane, why not do that? I think it needs, and again, I don't think, I don't think they use this term this episode, but a meat suit. Like I think it needs... Right, but it had the meat suit getting on. So I understand that. Like, you need a meat suit to get onto the plane. Yeah. So that's in in the first plane, it's the guy. Mm -hmm. In the second plane, it's the the captain. Yeah. But then once they're in the plane and the the spirit is like, you know, leaves the body, it it possesses the mechanical mechanisms of the plane, which I don't know if has that happened. You know, I don't want to actually, you know what? Don't answer that question. I was going to ask. Has that happened later in seasons where demons can then occupy and possess inanimate objects and then, you know, control them? So without giving anything away, there are moments where spirits have occupied objects or like the objects have had. But is that a spirit that can do that or are we talking about demons? You know what? I don't remember. You should go look up the super wiki. Yeah. So this is this is going to be an interesting thing going forward about like how what are the limitations of demons' powers? Where mm-hmm. can they go? Because well, they're also there, and again, we'll learn more about this. But there's right. a hierarchy of demons, right? So right. So it's like because yeah, remember like so the demon is exercised from the captain. Mm-hmm. It goes into the the filters in the the plane, and all of a sudden the plane starts to go down because mm-hmm. the demon is now basically a gremlin and like, <laughs> again i think this is like bring twilight zone into it demon um, 1.0 like right. <laughs> so again i think this is this is them trying demons for the first time and and clearly i think them changing things you know, mm-hmm. later on but that was one of my big things watching this episode but um all right let's get into our sam and dean moments yes. for this episode what is your dean moment um Let's see. So, number one, Dean in his underpants. Number two, uh, just the insight that Dean doesn't like to fly. Because that's something that also sticks around. And, you know, why do you think I drive everywhere, Sam? I just thought was kind of a fun mm-hmm. note to his character. Yeah. So I mean, I mean him screaming uh, <laughs> is it's so funny. one of the great faces. Um, when the... <laughs> when the plane starts to go down the second time at the end of the episode if you just watch his face it's pretty good it's pretty good i'm not gonna lie uh i'm not gonna lie how about your sam moment for this any sam moments um so i had two one when he gets the clues about jessica at the end Mm -hmm. um i think are just it's good info uh but i love at the beginning when he's talking to the um guy that worked guy that they were helping at the airline he, uh, when he says that John was real proud about proud of you and he talked about you all the time and Sam's genuine surprise mm. in that and that mm-hmm. his father had affection for him I thought it was just a really nice moment absolutely absolutely any bromance for this yes uh, I love the brother banter yeah so you know just try to relax just try to shut up right um, I enjoyed so I, I thought there was just a lot of nice 
relationship building this episode. <laughs> yeah, I would say so. I mean, yeah, this was a good, um, yeah, no, just a good episode between mm-hmm. between the brothers. Absolutely, absolutely. So, um, awesome. Well, final question: mm-hmm. How many Jefferson Starships would you give this episode? I gave it a five. Wow. I know. And I think part of it is just that I forgot how much fun this episode is because mm-hmm. there are other episodes in the first season that I have more of an emotional connection to. Again, I mean, give me Faith or Route 666 or some of those that I really that get my heartstrings going. But this one was just so much fun to watch. And mm. it was humorous and it gave real important plot points that we're going to have to follow. So yeah, absolutely. absolutely. How about you? Um, yeah, I would I would say, I would probably give it a, you know, a strong four. Mm-hmm. I'll put it that way. I think in terms of, and it, it really, it comes from my knowledge of what happens later on mm-hmm. with some of these characters. But I think the fact that they, they, Maybe perhaps in terms of continuity, didn't think about how they're going to portray demons and their limitations and their powers right, and things know, like that. I kind of I have to give them a, some deductions. But hey, high fives for demons! High <laughs> fives for no. demons. Um, yeah, one thing I want to actually bring into this discussion too, because I think this might be a new category. Uh, and again, thank you, uh, Super Wiki, for this information. But the international titles. Uh, mm-hmm. For some of these episodes, oh are, yeah, uh, quite fantastic. So, um, and most of them get them right. Like most of them, like the Finnish, the French, they translate yeah. as Phantom Traveler. But um, in the Czech Republic, uh, it's Demon in the Plane. Um, <laughs> that was pretty cool. Um, Hungarian is just falling. Like that's oh, the name of the episode, falling. Um, and then um, in Ital- in Italian, it's Air's Ghost. Oh, which is kind of. I don't know. It's just weird to say. Yeah. There's ghost. I don't, know. I don't like it. But um, anyway, any last thoughts about Phantom Traveler before we sign off for this uh, week? No, just, well, I say no, and then I say just, like I have something more to say. I right. do have something more to say. Please. Um, for everyone who's gone on and watched all 15 seasons and you're slow to rewatch those first few episodes, go back and do it. It's a lot of fun. And I forgot how much fun some of these episodes can be, especially when I got deep into the mythology of the later stuff and would rewatch those. So Definitely. Definitely. All right. Well, that's going to do it for this week for Liar Liar, Mom on Fire. Uh, we will be back next week with Bloody Mary. Woohoo! Very excited about that one. And, of course, you can listen to this podcast and all of our podcasts on the Onstage Blog Podcast Network. Uh, you can also find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, um, Stitcher is a new one. Uh, Red Circle. I mean, anywhere you basically can find podcasts, you will be able to find this one. So thank you, Nicole. I appreciate it. I'm glad to be doing this with you again. I know. It's nice to have you home. Absolutely. All right, folks. We'll see you next week. <laughs>